The following sermon is from Redemption Bible Church of New Braunfels, where we are proclaiming the authority of God's Word without apology, in order to fulfill the Great Commission in the spirit of the Great Commandment. Pull out your Bibles. It's that time where we get into God's Word. So hopefully you brought it. If you didn't, uh, just raise your hand. Our ushers have some copies of God's Word for you. We're going to be in Psalm 9 this morning. Psalm 9 should be right there in the middle of your Bible. Psalms are the, it's the largest book, but it's got lots of them. Who knows how many Psalms there are in the Bible? 150, yeah, that's right, 150 in the book of Psalms. Some other Psalms elsewhere, but 150, that's right. The longest chapter in the Bible is in Psalms, the shortest, all that. But we're going to be in Psalm 9, so raise your hand if you got one. There's no sermon notes today. It's just going to be a very simple outline, and so you can write in your Bible this outline, and maybe it'll help you as you come back to it and as you apply God's Word to, to your life. Psalm 9, you all there? I'm going to read it. We're just going to look at the first two verses. That'll be the, our guide this morning. It's going to uh, 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 show us the way for the rest of the service and uh, hopefully be very encouraging for you. Psalm 9, listen here as I read. It's to the choir master according to Muth Laban, a psalm of David. He says this, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. We all know the command, right? That uh, that's all throughout the scriptures, right? And everything give thanks, right? And we have this week, or particularly a day, but it kind of gets turned into a week, and it gets turned into a season, right? We start celebrating Thanksgiving back in like October uh, or so, don't we? Um, And actually, we start celebrating Christmas back in like October, and everything just gets bunched together. But we as believers, we don't need just an American holiday to teach us to be thankful, right? That's right. We we should be the most thankful people of all, because we have the most to be thankful for, don't we? We have the most to be thankful for, not only our salvation, which is the greatest reason to be thankful for, but our family, the the freedoms that we enjoy in this country, Uh, even we're told to give thanks in our trials. And so we know the scriptures, we know the commands, we know that thankfulness and gratitude are what we're to be about and to be known for. You might say it this way, that thanksgiving is the seasoning uh, in which uh, that gives uh, all the commands of scripture their flavor, right? As we are told to pray, we're told to pray with an attitude of thankfulness, right? As we're told and commanded in the scriptures to love, it's out of a heart of thankfulness and gratitude. And so Thanksgiving is that seasoning that gives all the other commands uh, its flavor as well. And so it's very important for us to be a thankful people. And we know this. And thankfulness requires our all. And so everyday thankfulness is really the problem that we have. How do we, how do, we should be thankful all the time, right? We have the most to be thankful for. We're uh, people that have been saved. That's the gospel, right? That we've been saved out of our sin into Christ Jesus and we now live to him, right? And so we need to be a thankful people. But thankfulness, how do we, how do we mix this then into our everyday life that we're not just thankful for a day or a week or a season of the year, but we add thankfulness into the entirety of our lives, right? Because everyday thankfulness, it really requires our all. It requires our all. Did you see that it repeated that sense in these two verses that I read? So David's reading or writing this thing. 
And he is really make, he's resolving before the Lord to do these, these things. You see this? I will, I will, I will. Did you see that repeated there? Look at your Bibles. Look in those first two verses. He says, I will, multiple times. He's resolving to do these things on, uh, really, I would say, uh, as an attitude or an everyday pattern of his life. We're not really connected to a certain uh, time in his life. Obviously, he's, uh, he's, as we continue to read through the psalm, we see that his enemies are at his doorstep. He's in a tight spot. But where he is resolving in his heart is to be thankful. And so to be everyday thankful, that's the problem. We don't just want it to be in a season. We want it to be every day in our life. How do we do this? Well, look there at verse one. We need to give our all. We need to give our all. We need to give it all. See this, how he says this here. I will give thanks to the Lord with a half heart. A what? A whole heart, right? A whole heart. Half-hearted praise and half-hearted thankfulness is really no uh, praise at all, is it? It's really no thankfulness at all. Half-hearted effort yields half-hearted results, don't it? If we just are kind of half-hearted in our job, and we're not putting in our, our uh, full effort, we're not doing all that God has called us to do, then, uh, and to work with excellence, then we will only yield half-hearted results, right? And so God, uh, David here is he's telling us that we need to give it our all. We need to give our whole heart. It's the case in our job. It's the case in our parenting. It's the case in your schoolwork, kids, right? Not just half-hearted in your homework, getting it done to turn it in, but doing it with excellence, right? So too with our faith. Do we earn our salvation? No, let me be clear. That is not how we uh, earn favor with God by doing what is right. It's not the case. But now it's we're saved people. That Christ did it all. He gave it all for us, didn't he not? Jesus gave it all for us. And now we have reason to be thankful and we give it all back to him. So look at what he's saying here. He says, we give it with a whole heart. David is giving this praise here, not just, in, uh, not just with half-hearted uh, sacrifice, but he's saying, I'm coming to you. I'm resolving here to come with a whole heart. He knows that he reaps what he sows. By giving his whole heart and thankfulness to God in, in how he's living out his life. This is true for us, right? And how our, in our own personal holiness and what we put in is what we reap, what we sow. And the worship, when we come to worship God with a whole heart, free from distractions. God, I know I have all these things on my mind, all these things going on. But I'm coming to you with a whole heart. Then our thankfulness will be wholehearted. And how we give to the Lord, how we worship the Lord. When we give it all, we receive it all. So how do we do this? How do we give thanks to the Lord with a whole heart? Because there's a lot of things that try to, to steal our heart, right? Not in like a lovey-dovey way, right? Like, that girlish man, she stole my heart. She kind of did, but, but not in a way that uh, would distract me from worshiping the Lord, hopefully, right? And so we, how, do we, how do we do this into our everyday life? David isn't, we said he's in a tight spot here, but how about we start each morning with a verse like this? How about we ask God to, to give us, uh, how, about, how about we ask God to give us a resolve like David have here, has here, right? That we can just start each morning, leave your Bible open next to your bedstand or in your bathroom and start by just reading this and saying, God, I want to give you my all today. I want every day to be a day of thanksgiving. I want to give it all to you with my whole heart, I want to give a whole heart of thanks to you today. Thankfulness being that which keeps bitterness at bay, right? 
God, today I'm about to start, and I know that there are going to be a hundred things that are going to draw my heart away from you. Not, not always bad things, but I'm going to be with my kids. I'm going to go to work today, and there's going to be a bunch of things that are going to distract my heart and try to steal the thankfulness that I want to give to you today. And so in order to give you a heart of thankfulness, I'm going to start my day this way, and I'm going to ask that you would give it to me that I may sustain it for the rest of the day. And how do we do that? We, start, we just start with God's word. Put this verse before your mind each day. Make a resolve in your heart like David did here. I will give thanks to you, Lord, today with my whole heart. And I will not let anything steal of it, steal it away. And how else, what else does he do? Look at the, the second half of the verse here. Because I think this is what helps us give thanks with the whole heart. What does he say here? I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. And so to have everyday thankfulness, we not only need to give it all, but we need to tell it all. Because when our heart is ready to give it all, then our mouth is prepped to tell it all. Our mouth is prepped to tell it all. It's, it's that awareness that God is at work in my life. God is doing something in my life and I want to tell other people about it. This is one of the easiest ways, I'll just tell you, this is one of the easiest ways to evangelize, to be unafraid in our witness. You know, just picture with me here, like normal conversation with people. Um, you know, you get to work or whatever, and they'll ask, like, you go to work tomorrow, and they'll say, you know, how was your break? What'd you do? And our number one answer is probably going to be, man, it was busy. Anybody have a busy few days? Traveling here, going there, prepping this meal, prepping that meal, being with people. Maybe not for everybody. Some of you are like, no, mine was actually pretty great. I just laid around the house for a few days, ate a whole bunch of food. Somebody else cooked for me. Is that the way it was for you kids? Yeah? That's the life, right? But what if our answer instead of, man, it was so busy, or oh, we did a bunch of traveling, or oh, we did this or that, is like, let me tell you what God did in my life. Let me tell you the things that I'm thankful for, that I got a chance to, to set my mind on, and let me tell you what God has done in my life. That would shock some people, wouldn't it? What an open door into living out your faith. But when we're aware that God is at work in our life and we're, we're recounting these things, right? To recount them means that you're aware of them, that you notice that God is working in my life and I have reason to be thankful. Maybe in big profound ways. Maybe it's just in the little ways. Let me just tell you what God has done in my life. He's given me a great family. He's given me a, a great church. He's given me um, great children. Or let me just tell you the things that God has done that I don't deserve. And as I recount all of God's wonderful deeds, not only in my life, but in the people around me, let me tell you what he's doing in my friend's life. I got to hear this story of God doing this in my friend's life. And that I'm just so thankful that God has not left us alone, but he is actively at work in my life. My faith is, is real to me. And so we can recount what God is doing. Why is this hard? Why is this hard for us? It's the same reason, right? There's so many things that try to steal it away, right? We've lost our awe. We've lost our sense of God's glory. We've, lost, uh, we've let things steal the affection of our hearts away from the Lord. And so we need to get back to that. That kind of, you know, we joked how easy kids' life are, but we just need to get back to telling what God has done in our life. Recounting, I will recount all of your wonderful deeds, Lord. And I want to be faithful to tell that to other people. Kids, do you have things to be thankful for today? We have the kids in our service today, by the way. Malachi, are you thankful for anything? You're not thankful for anything? Oh, we got some work to do. 
What about your puppy? You thankful for your new puppy? Yeah, he's thankful for his puppy. Any other kids? Who's who, Kids, what are you thankful for this morning? You're thankful for the mosses, your friends? That's good. Yeah. They're some good buddies, aren't they? God is so kind to give us friends in our life. We don't have to live alone. But he gives us good, good friends like that. Kids, what else are you thankful for? I heard an answer back there. What are you thankful for, Micah? The Bible. Oh, man. That is a great reason to be thankful. Can you imagine, guys and gals, like that? It's like a you know what the cliche Sunday school answer. But God gave us a book. He communicated to us, and He's preserved it through the generations that we might know Him and know His love and know His goodness and know the way to be right with Him. Like that's something to be thankful for, right? Like this book, the book that we take for granted, we have it at, at our fingertips electronically. We probably have several copies like this and in different translations, but to be thankful that God has spoken to us and preserved it for us to know forever. Wow, like let's recount the deeds of the Lord. What else are we thankful for, kids? What you got, Sarah? Oh, Granny and Papa. Isn't it good to have grandparents and a family and generations of family that love you, Lord, and that we have this heritage? And maybe you don't. Maybe your parents or your grandparents aren't believers, but I have a family that has loved me, and maybe biological or spiritual family that has shared the faith, and we now stand in, in line with that. And you get to be, maybe you're encouraged by conversations that you just, that you just got to have this week. Declan, are you thankful for something? Your new house. Yeah, wow. That's so cool that God would give you guys a new house, a safe place to go and to sleep at night. Oh, and your golf balls. A yard full of treasure. Not only a new house, but a yard full of treasure and places to explore. Whoa. It's so cool, man. It's so cool. We have reason to be thankful for, right? The home in which we live, that God has given us a house, that we ha don't uh, go at night wondering where we're going to sleep, where we will find rest and comfort, that God has given us a home to be a safe place for us, a gathering place for his people, a launching pad for ministry, a, 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 a fertile ground for the raising up of disciples and all those things, that God has given you a home to, to live in, not just for yourself, but to be a place for uh, the weary to serve and to be hospitable. Many reasons to give thanks, right? And let us be a people that recount all of God's wonderful deeds, not just in a season like now, not just in a week, not just in a day that we're in now, but everyday Thanksgiving requires our all, so we must tell it all and find even in the simple things a reason where we can thank God that he is giving us these undeserved gifts for his glory and, excuse me, our good. So let's tell it all. Let's prepare this week. Let's prepare this week. Even today, as we're here in the service, let's prepare how we will answer someone. We're like, hey, how was your Thanksgiving break? What did you do this week? Let's be a people that go equipped and armed and prepared from here, ready to say, let me tell you what God has done in my own life. Let me tell you the reasons why God has given me thankfulness in a heart that is thankful. You ready for that? Can we do that? Everyday thankfulness requires that we give it all, that we tell it all, and also that we sing it all. Look at verse 2 here. When our heart is ready and our mouth is recounting both of those things, our heart and our mouth turn vertical in singing. 
You see where he goes here? Not only are we thankful, not only are we telling, but then he's as I will be glad and exalt in you. I mean, how can we not when we just told the simple things of family and friends and faith and, and our house and all those things, we're telling all those things. Wasn't your heart warmed? Aren't you glad and exalting in what God has done, even in the simple things like that? I will exalt in God. And so when we turn our hearts, when we, when we prepare our mouths to tell others of what God is doing, that makes us glad. We will, what, what else can we do but exalt in God? That you've done this for me. And out of that heart then, what, is it, what does it do? Then it makes us want to sing. Singing is one of those things, right, that, that uh, uh, reveals the attitude of our heart. Can we sing out in glad exultation when we have a grumpy heart? No, we can't. We can't. That's the last thing that we want to do. But when our mind is focused on being thankful, when, a, when our, our mind is and our mouth is focused on telling what God has done in our life that makes us glad and it makes us want to sing, what else can we do? When we're happy and that song comes on the radio, that is what we want to do. As a, as a bird chirps in delight of its creator, so too God's people sing out to its creator. Right? We're to be a, a joyful singing people. He's, that's, that's what he's saying. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Let us not be a people that hold back to that. And so let's be a people that just commit to singing. You ready? Who wants to sing this week? Y'all, some of you are like, bro, you don't want to hear me sing, right? <laughs> that's okay. The Lord, you know, whether you sing on key, off key, or no key at all, the Lord delights to hear his people sing to him. And so I want to help you with this this week. Um, you follow us on social media, I hope. If not, that's all right. But on social media, if you're on that, um, I'm going to ask Aaron. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to ask Aaron to post a, a song on our Facebook page every day. Maybe the songs that we've sang today. Just one, a YouTube video uh, each morning that you can go to to help you sing. After you read these verses or whatnot, just go to uh, uh, that. You don't have to. If that'll help you, great. If uh, you've got your own, you know, your Christian radio station that you pop on, do that. If you've got your own CD or, you know, on your iPod or your phone, there's, you've got your own playlist, do that. But let's make, let's be, as we're thankful people this week, let's also sing it out. Let's sing to his name, recounting all that he does. Everyday Thanksgiving requires our all. It requires that we give it all, that we tell it all, and that we sing it all. We can't, we can't hold it back. We can't hold it back, can we? Let's be a people that sing out to God in thanksgiving for what he has done uh, in and through our life. Do you want to hear some of the ways that God has been at work uh, in our people? Yes. You want to hear some testimonies of God at work in the life of our people? Yeah, I see most, most of you nodding your hands. Or you're nodding your heads, rather, not your hands. Maybe like this, but... Well, that's good, because I've asked a couple people today. Uh, I want to ask Cade and Nancy to come up, and uh, I've just asked them to share a few things uh, in which that they're thankful for of how God has been at work in both their life personally, maybe their family, uh, and through uh, our church. And this is something that's really cool that I want you to uh, uh, be mindful of, is we're not just here to gather. You know, we are a church that we want to see God at work, because if God is not moving and working and transforming among us, then what are we here for, Right? 
What are, we, what are we here for? We're just like a social club gathering and that's not what we want to be. We want to see God moving and working in our people. And so in obedience to this, I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. These two have agreed to, uh, to tell. So this is Cade, this is Nancy. If you haven't met them, do so after uh, the service and uh, get to know them. But I've just asked them to share a few things of how God is at work in their life. And so, Cade, why don't you kick us off? And uh, just for a few minutes, just a couple things. What has God done in your life? What are you thankful for? And uh, take it away. Okay, well, I've got two. And so the first one is how God has moved in, in our marriage. Uh, my wife, Corey, is here. And, uh, and so, like a lot of stories, mine starts pretty far back. And I, I'm the kind of person that... Uh, think I've had a broken heart most of my life. Um, my parents divorced at a very early age. I was about four, and my mother uh, moved us to another state, and so I didn't get to see my dad very much. And, you know, I always blamed her for leaving my dad, and then blamed my dad for being the kind of man that a woman would want to leave. And so I became very angry and, uh, and bitter, and just sort of grew up that way, and became an adult. Um, that was angry and bitter, and then that carried over into my own marriage. And, and so I grew up in the, in the Bible Belt between kind of Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. And so if there is a Bible Belt, that's probably a, a big cowboy belt buckle, <laughs> you know, of where, of where to be. And um, so always had a Bible in the home, always um, acknowledged that, uh, that Christ is the Son of God, but it wasn't until later in life that I realize there is a difference between acknowledging that Christ is the Son of God and following him as the Son of God. And that's what it means to believe. You know, we, we know John 3:16. We know those who believe will be saved. But that following is, is what is meant there. And so God saved me. Uh, the Spirit moved in me and changed me and replaced um, the anger and bitterness with hope and joy. And my marriage changed after that. Um, my wife uh, is also a believer, and uh, we began to follow Christ together. And through that, wow. have become a better married couple. That's crazy. So your salvation had a direct influence on your marriage and Absolutely. how you were treated and related to one another that redeemed the way that you saw and modeled as a child. Yeah, not wow, only does he redeem our souls, but he can redeem marriages and relationships that, as right? well. Amen to that. Amen to that. Marriage is hard enough, right? Can you imagine doing it without uh, the Lord <laughs> at the center of it? It's so, wow, praise the Lord. That's a reason to be thanks. What else? You said he had two. So second one is I'm very thankful uh, for Redemption Bible Church. Uh, Corey and I had been looking, I had been longing for a church that, uh, that believes the Bible. And I don't mean just has that as a, a platitude or a motto um, saying that we believe the Bible, but one that Every aspect of the church is filtered through the word of God from the way that we govern the church, the way that we treat each other, the way we approach preaching, um, that all of it uh, begins and ends with scripture and is filtered through that. And that was something wow. that uh, I had a big desire for. That's and so cool. I'm thankful. Yeah, you're thankful. You were looking for a church and uh, God brought it to you, right? Brought it to me. I didn't have yeah. to go anywhere. Yeah, that's, right. New Braunfels. that's right. Looking elsewhere and, and then uh, God just kind of plopped it in here. Well, that's a reason to be thankful for, right? Wow, praise the Lord uh, for that. And so, yeah, praise the Lord. Give him the praise. So here you go, Nancy. Um, Nancy's got, uh, God has been at work in her life, and uh, she's got a few things to be thankful for as well. So tell us about it, Nancy. 
Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Nancy Hines. And one of the first things, um, I kind of have to go back to the beginning of the year to share with you that um, I wanted to just have a deeper relationship with Christ and how could I apply that practically. And so someone suggested to me that I start a gratitude journal. And so I found one that says, have a happy heart. Wow. And um, I didn't know that when I asked her to do this yeah, as well. He didn't know that. that was, I was like, oh, God, I totally see you working here. <laughs> so um, it actually has, I had no idea the different ways that just that one step was going to impact my life. Hmm. I had no idea the things that were going to happen in my life this year. Um, for starters, God, God delayed us being able to find a church for six months. Like we just could not find anything that just felt like home. And in January, we were able to find you guys and, um, actually kind of found you on social media. And, um, so that was an amazing blessing, um, to be able to know that really we had been delayed all this time because he had something. He's putting you right here. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the other, I guess I'll go on yeah, my go second on. one. Um, is it okay if I give y'all some practical ways in which I've applied this and maybe you can choose if you would like to any of the items? I know that thankfulness journal, that seems like a great <laughs> idea. What a way to begin like a day or even in like the midst of trials or whatnot to write down, well, what can I be thankful for even in the midst of that? That's, it's a great exercise. Yeah. That's good. So, and that's kind of the second part of what I was going to say. Um, and please know that my heart is not to tell you this information so that you can pity me or pity, you know, our family or any of the events that have happened in our life. We are so grateful for everything that has happened because it has led to something better it has drawn us closer to him and made us more dependent on him that's great so um this year alone I'm, i told you i'm not gonna cry <laughs> this year alone my kids have lost four of their friends in age eight to 16. i had no idea that when i started this journal that seven days into it one of my friends would lose her teenage daughter to an accident um my son, he, uh, he lost two of his friends to cancer. And then we lost another, um, a friend of ours, her daughter, she lost her um, to suicide. And I can see throughout it how God totally prepped us along the way and we were able to see God in every story. And it was, it was just amazing. And Earlier this year, uh, my mom currently is going through treatments for breast cancer, and I actually almost lost my sister this week. And in everything, we are grateful. I mean, the doctors are able to see now things and have answers to what's going on with my sister. We haven't had that for a while. Um, I, some of the practical ways that God has been working on me is the things that I've been saying in my mind. I don't have to go to work. I get to go to work. Mm. I don't, I have a car, you know, to get me back and forth. Um, uh, several times, it, it's the little things. Um, 
that God has made me more aware of in life. And so, That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's easy to be thankful for those, um, for when things are going good. But, you know, that verse in the Bible uh, where it talks about, I've learned to be content, whether mm. I have a lot. And, and my marriage has been tested this year. You know, it, it hasn't always been good. And I, I definitely haven't always applied my gratitude in the best, you know, ways this year. But it has brought me through so many different things this year alone. That's right. That's good. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah, thank you. Well, be encouraged, guys and gals. God is at work, and he's working in the, in the little details, in the very real details of our life. And thankfulness is that attempt to pull our eyes up out of the ditch, right? Sometimes we can get in, in, in trials or difficult situations, and our eyes just get fixated on it. But when we have a thankful heart, it, it lifts our eyes up right? It lifts our eyes up to what God is doing in and through the situation and in and through our life. And so let's uh, be a people that continue to tell all that God has done. And so what we're going to do now is we're just going to take some time to pray together. Um, Praying, I'm going to lead you from up here, but... um...